Good morning and welcome to the February 23rd episode of the Daily Wrestling News Show, where we are on a mission to teach, learn, and remember the history of professional wrestling with everyone that wants to join us. My name is Ryan Joy, and on today's episode, we are talking about the era that began on this very day in 2002. And as this episode airs, it will be a little over a month since the passing of Jay Briscoe, a man whose name was synonymous with the company he worked for, Ring of Honor. Almost without interruption, Jay and his brother Mark were staples of the ROH brand. If you were lucky enough to attend an ROH event in person, you could darn near count on the fact that you were going to see a Briscoe in action. And that symbiotic relationship started on the very first show, which took place on this day in 2002 at the Murphy Rec Center in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And here's an exercise for you. Fire up Honor Club, click on ROH Events, scroll all the way to the bottom, and then click on the year 2002. Once you click on that, you'll be able to select the February 23rd, 2002 show titled The Era of Honor Begins. And the first match you'll see is 19-year-old Amazing Red versus 18-year-old Jay Briscoe with 17-year-old brother Mark by his side. And just like that, you can't talk about Ring of Honor, certainly not its history or its legacy, without mentioning Jay Briscoe. He wrestled in the very first match, sort of. Jay Briscoe versus the Amazing Red wasn't actually the first ROH match, the accolade really goes to the Hit Squad and the Christopher Street Connection, but in reality, the Jay Briscoe Amazing Red match appears to be the first bout recorded for distribution. Now let's set aside the Jay Briscoe aspect of the story for a moment, because we really should be celebrating the Ring of Honor company on its 21st birthday. Hey, ROH is old enough to drink now. That's not something you could have said about Amazing Red or Jay Briscoe as they wrestled that first match. Ring of Honor was built from the ashes of WCW and more aptly ECW. Both of those companies folded in 2001 and this new company was started by RF Video, a group whose major source of income was derived from old ECW DVD sales. With ECW now a WWE property, Rob Feinstein, the owner of RF Video, needed another source of income. As I mentioned, the first show took place at the Murphy Rec Center in Philadelphia, just half a mile away from the famed ECW Arena. It stands to reason that the first ROH crowd would be made up of at least partly by the ECW faithful. And while that might be true, ROH is a different company entirely. In fact, consider these words from PW Insider's Mike Johnson, who was in attendance that night. The show had an entirely different feel to it than most wrestling shows in the area. Having been built around the concept of respect in the ring and the honor of being victorious, there were no chair shots, no guys being tossed into guardrails, and no ref bumps at all on the show, which apparently is going to be the modus operandi for the promotion. All of the matches concluded with showings of mutual respect which got over with the audience to the point that when Scoot Andrews teased not shaking hands with Xavier, the crowd turned on him until he did it. When Christopher Daniels actually walked out of the main event after not showing respect to Loki and American Dragon, it got him over as a heel, despite the fact that the audience loved his work in the ring." End quote. 
Now, I personally was very late to the party when it comes to Ring of Honor. Yes, I knew it existed. I may have even caught a broadcast or two, but I didn't start paying attention to ROH until many years later. When I moved to Baltimore, Ring of Honor's home base, it became all too easy to fall in love with the promotion. How can you not love a promotion focused on high-quality wrestling featuring a bunch of talented wrestlers that you just know are going to graduate to the top of the industry in the next decade? I was able to attend several shows, including Final Battle 2019, where the 50-plus-year-old PCO won the ROH World Championship from Roosh. On the undercard of that show, I saw Jay and Mark Briscoe drop the ROH World Tag Team Championships to Jay Lethal and Jonathan Gresham, two other franchise players in the history of Ring of Honor. But let's go back to talking about the Murphy Rec Center and what you would have seen if you, like Mike Johnson, were able to attend the live event. The main event was, as Mike Johnson put it, a spectacular three-way dance that was easily the best match he's seen in Philadelphia in quite some time. It's not hard to imagine when you consider the participants are simply younger versions of low-key Brian Danielson and Christopher Daniels. I cringed a bit when Danielson held CD in the cattle mutilation while Loki came soaring off the top rope onto the pile. It's a wonder, a wonder, Daniels didn't break his neck right then and there. Loki got the win. So at this point, you know about the opening contest and the main event. So what about the stuff in the middle? Well, if you fire up the Era of Honor Begins show on Honor Club, you'll see Spanky a young Brian Kendrick win a contract during a Shawn Michaels Wrestling Academy spotlight match. But perhaps the most mainstream thing on this card was the ICW Puerto Rico championship match between the insane luchador, super crazy, and Latino heat Eddie Guerrero. This was the first ever match between these two legends of lucha to take place in the United States. And we're just lucky that we got Eddie on this card to begin with. We were two years away from Eddie's WWE Championship win over Brock Lesnar, but Eddie was already a star. He just happened to have been released by WWE in November following a tr drunk driving accident. This event happened in late February, and Guerrero would be back in WWE by April 1st, so it was a super short window where Eddie was available to work the independence. But Crazy got the W. So Ring of Honor got its start on this day in 2002. In that very first match, Jay Briscoe managed to hit his Jay Driller on Amazing Red. Unfortunately for Briscoe, he followed up with a missed cannonball senton. Amazing Red would take advantage of the situation with a tornillo and a shooting star press for the pinfall victory. But don't worry. While well, Jay got a loss on ROH's first show, it was just the first show. ROH and Jay Briscoe would fight another day. That's our show for today. The Daily Wrestling News Show is a Minutes to Bell Time production. Learn more at minutestobelltime.com. This episode was written by Ryan Joy. The quotation from Mike Johnson comes from pwinsider.com, and you can watch the entire first ROH show on Honor Club. Subscribe to the Daily Wrestling News Show on your podcast player of choice, and join us in the Daily Wrestling News Show Facebook group. We'll see you tomorrow.